Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator Podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hello, everybody. And today is going to be all about the typical signs of imposter syndrome. So if you've ever wondered, what is imposter syndrome? Do I have imposter syndrome? Are there several symptoms or typical signs of imposter syndrome? This podcast is absolutely perfect for you. And we are going to get into this today because it's so powerful, so important to have awareness. Because once you are aware of what might be going on below the surface, it's so much easier to let go of it, right? And when we know the typical signs of imposter syndrome, when we can recognize some patterns or some beliefs that are very frequent in people who have imposter syndrome, not only can you identify them so much faster, but you can also let go of them so much faster. And as a side note, that's exactly what you'll get in the hypnosis recording that's in the show notes. It's how to overcome imposter syndrome at a subconscious level so you can actually do it while you sleep without having to consciously do anything. So I'm going to go through eight typical signs of imposter syndrome. Some people have many. I used to have most of them. Some people only have one or two, but in all cases, knowledge is power. Probably the most typical sign is I need more certifications, I need more diplomas, I need more credentials. So all of the narrative that kind of goes around this, I don't know enough, my knowledge is not extended enough, I need more credentials, etc. And that is one of the, the biggest fallacies, actually, because what usually happens is that not only does this affect very often people who have more than enough credentials... So I've met people with master's degrees, PhDs, who were certified in many, many modalities and who were more than capable of doing an absolute fantastic job at whatever they did. They still had that feeling that they didn't know enough. And the vicious circle with this is that we really believe that once we get that extra certification, once, once we get that one more diploma, everything's going to change and we'll finally feel good enough or we'll finally feel qualified enough or competent enough. But actually that moment never comes and it's an absolute vicious circle. And it all very often starts with, okay, let me take this one last diploma or certification and training. And then we proceed to spend a few thousand dollars in a few weeks or a few months, sometimes a few years getting trained. We get the certification, we get that piece of paper and sometimes we feel great about it for one, two days or one or two weeks before it kind of deflates and we are kind of almost back to square one with the exact same feeling of not knowing enough. And sometimes even worse, when we get the diploma, we, we, it actually changes absolutely nothing to how we feel. And the reason for that is because imposter syndrome is an inner feeling of not being good enough and not knowing enough that cannot be solved with outer stuff. Now, symptom or sign number two is I just got lucky, right? So it's 
taking full responsibility for our failures or for every and each time something did not go the way we wanted it to go. But when it comes to achievements or when it comes to wins or when it comes to getting something that we worked for, we completely discount it. We completely kind of shove it under the rug and say, oh, I just got lucky. And what is wrong with that is that there is a obvious mismatch in how we treat stuff that didn't go that well, taking full responsibility and beating ourselves up. But when stuff does go well, and when we do get that job, or when we do have success in something, we just say it's lucky. And that emphasizes or it further worsens this entire imposter syndrome dynamic of not feeling good enough or feeling that whatever we do it's not good enough, or we should have done it better, or that, yeah, it wasn't me, it was luck, or it was normal. Then a third sign is wanting everything to be perfect. Perfectionism is a massive indicator of imposter syndrome. Is it always linked to imposter syndrome? Not necessarily, but very often, because when we are perfectionists, And I had so many struggles with this when I was writing my master thesis. I wanted everything to be perfect. I would spend half a day on a single paragraph trying to rewrite it, hoping that my supervisor would like it more when really he couldn't even have seen the difference. But I tried very hard to make everything perfect because I was afraid that my supervisor would think it's not good enough and would reject my my work. So perfectionism, again, when we need that control and when we need to feel that everything needs to be perfect, it again reflects an inner feeling of not being good enough or not being qualified enough. And then the mechanism to compensate is perfectionism. Sign number four is everybody else knows more than me or I'm the dumbest person in the room. So it's this feeling that People around us know more, are more qualified, more competent. They just, you know, they are many steps further ahead. And usually that's not true. And while it might be accurate that a few people in our field are a few steps ahead and do have more knowledge, it is certainly not true that everyone else knows more. It's one of the biggest signs of imposter syndrome. And to put things into perspective, When I I worked at the bank, which was very (laughs) short-lived, but when I did work in my, not at the bank, at the, in an investment firm, we all came from the same university, an extremely competitive and very good university. And everyone felt like every other colleague or every other intern in the office was better or knew more. And because no one ever talked about it, because duh, it's the elephant in the room and we don't want to be walking around in the office around a bunch of smart people saying, hey guys, I feel like I don't know anything. So no one would talk about it. And then it would just perpetuate that falsehood, that false belief that everybody around us knows more. And when I had an honest conversation with my colleagues, I said, hey guys, like sometimes I feel like everybody is saying the same that they feel like they're the dumbest person in the room and that everybody around them is more qualified. And then we had this moment where we all looked at each other and realized we all felt the exact same way. Okay, so that was sign number four. Now, sign number five is what if I can't help my clients or what if my clients pay me and they don't get the results they want? So that is also a typical sign of imposter syndrome because it goes back to this, I'm not good enough or I'm a fraud or I don't know enough, or other people in my industry are better, or know more, or blah, 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 blah. 
So having this fear that our clients will not get results or that they won't get what they want or that we don't know enough or can't help them is super often just another sign of imposter syndrome, just another, yeah, another trait that we feel that we don't know enough to help them. And it's not true. And then the thing with that is that the more we believe that and the more we fear that, the more we attract clients who are very codependent, who don't take responsibility and who who have a tendency to blame and complain. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Okay, sign number six, I am a fraud. So I am a fraud or who am I to are typical sentences or typical things we think that could not be more imposter syndrome. So any sentence that starts with who am I to, who am I to go live and talk about the subconscious mind? Who am I to help people get X, Y, Z? Who am I to charge this? I just got started. Who am I to apply for that job? So many other people are more qualified. Who am I to have a vision board with everything I want because I don't deserve it? So any sentence that starts with who am I or any underlying feeling or thought that I'm a fraud, I'm an imposter, I don't belong here are typical signs of imposter syndrome. Now, another one, number seven, that I hear a lot, and it's just a reflection, right? It's just the same thing said differently is, who would hire me anyways? Or why would people pick me when there are so many other people out there who are more qualified, more this, more that? And people who don't have imposter syndrome just don't think that thought. They would say, why wouldn't they pick me? Like, I'm awesome, right? But when we have this narrative in our mind that says, why, why would they hire me or who would come to me when there are so many people out there is one of these situations where we discount our qualities, our knowledge, and the extent to which what we have is so valuable for other people. And number eight is, I just got started. Who am I to charge amount X? That is a more sneaky one. Because it can also be ingrained, especially if you are in a niche that tends to charge hourly rates. So it can also be more of a habit or more of something the industry does. But I really often see people saying, I just got started. Who am I to charge amount X? Uh, Who do I think I am? I need more experience. People who've been in the game for five or 10 years don't charge this, etc. And again, that's just a sign of imposter syndrome because ultimately you can do whatever you want, right? Charge how much or how little you want as, as long as it feels empowering. And that's the important distinction. When someone says, or when I used to say, I just got started, who am I to charge amount X? Am I saying that from an empowering standpoint? Am I speaking and thinking and feeling aligned? Would my higher self say something like that? If the answer is yes, no problem, go for it. But very often the answer is no. It's just in the same fraud narrative where we compare ourselves to other people. We think that we're not legit. We think that it takes years and years of experiences or having read a hundred books on a topic to develop that expertise when in fact being an expert or knowing what you do is being two steps ahead of someone and being able to help them provide knowledge, information that they need and don't have yet. So as long as you can do that, you are technically an expert at what you do, as long as you're pretty clear on who you serve, what you do, 
and that whatever services you provide can help people get there. So to summarize, the eight typical signs of imposter syndrome is one, I need more diplomas or I need more certifications. Two, I just got lucky. So feeling that discounting all of the achievements and focusing on all of the failures. Number three, perfectionism, feeling like everything needs to be perfect, which is not feeling good enough inside. Number four, feeling like the dumbest person in the room or feeling like everybody else around us knows more. Number five is fear that we can't help clients or that our clients will not get results because again, we don't know enough or we can't help them. Number six is I'm a fraud or who am I to? Any sentence that starts with who am I to? Number seven, who would hire me anyways or why would anyone be interested in me? And last but not least, number eight, I just got started. Who am I to charge amount X? There's so many other people in the same industry who do better, et cetera, et cetera. So I hope that this episode helped you identify some of the typical signs of imposter syndrome and help bring some clarity to what imposter syndrome is. And I've got an amazing, completely free hypnosis recording to smash imposter syndrome directly at the subconscious level. You can find it in the show notes. And it was meant, it was designed to to change that pattern, to change that blueprint in our mind that says we have imposter syndrome, let it go very naturally and in a way that feels empowering. So you can put yourself out there and go for your goals while feeling completely empowered. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind, to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep, I've got a gift for you. The Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance and clients. This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had And all you have to do is go to inespadar.ch slash abundance recording and one word. And of course, all of this is in the show notes. So see you next time on the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast.